Hi, welcome to another episode of this uh, podcast by um, SGNZ Science Gravits New Zealand, and I'm here with our co-host Kaiman. It's his turn to be interviewed or well, spoken at. <laughs> hey guys, um, so I guess a bit of background. I am a medical and scientific affairs specialist at uh, MitoQ Limited, which is a, I guess I could say a small biotech company um, that looks at mitochondrial health. So essentially, we sell supplements to kind of help protect your mitochondria um and yeah so i kind of help with the medical and the scientific side make sure i science check make sure the marketing team um, write things that are referenced correctly help with um, consumer queries um i did go to america um last year to kind of talk to practitioners go to trade show and just promote a product um Mm -hmm. and um i guess talk about my background i also have a master's in biomedical science looking at um immunology and microbiology Great. Yeah. So I guess keeping in with the trend of a lot of the people that we've invited here, yeah. what has been, is there anything particular in earlier life that kind of brought you into science? Like what was your influence that made you go into science and keep you interested this entire yeah. time? So um, I'm colorblind. So I didn't know until I was like nine or 10. And um, I guess that's kind of when I started looking into science, but more like, um, a lot of people like didn't read much um, fiction books. I was that random kid that used to um, play imaginary games on the stairs when I was younger. So fiction wasn't really for me. Um, used to read a lot of like horrible science, horrible history oh, books, yeah. Yeah, those I non-fiction those, books. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of led me into um, science in a way. And then um, learning that I was colorblind and I guess learning the genetics behind it um, right. at a younger age. And um, my sister also, is she is a scientist so she has a phd in organic chemistry she is a lot older than me so i kind of saw what she went through kind of enjoyed it um but i think a a lot a lot of my science for me is um i guess health related so i was colorblind i have a chronic form of hives so um we didn't know what was happening um i tried cutting out diets and stuff like um my tongue was swelling my lips were swelling Mm -hmm. and my mum would have to periodically get up at night just to make sure I was still breathing. And I guess for me, um, my goal has always been to kind of make my parents' life easier. And if someone else's parents are going through the same thing that my parents are going through, then why not kind of look into it? And that's kind of when I looked into into immunology because um, I'm from Hamilton as well. So um, the only immunologist that was closest to us was in Auckland. So mum would have to drive us every month to the immunologist right. and then they'll be like, um, we don't know what's causing this. Mm-hmm. Um, we can only try minimize this. And then he was like, every three years or so, your highs will flare up. We don't know why. It just happens. And I guess that's kind of how I kind of led into immunology because I was like, why is my body failing me? Yeah. <laughs> in, in a sense, yeah. why can't I see colors? Why, is, why do people say oh, that place is... That that's red. I was like, no, it's not. It's, it's green. <laughs> what kind of um, colorblind? It's just red green. It's just fe- red it's green. very it's very um it's right. very it's, mild. It's, is it like the traffic light kind of thing where you have to just memorize? What no, no, light I can I can I can oh, see you the you can see that. Yeah, I can yeah, see the reds yeah. and greens. It's not right. too bad. And then the hive situation just kind of came through, and just seeing my parents and my mum especially going through all of that, um, yeah. and then um, yeah, so because um, I went to a Catholic school. Um, 
science wasn't in the forefront. Yeah. So I didn't really learn much about science in primary school. It was only until I kind of got to high school where I mm-hmm. had a, a biology teacher who was very passionate um, about teaching and kind of ensuring that science is good. And yeah. I realized that I was actually semi-decent at science yeah. and um, kind of went through that. So it was kind of like through tragedy and having a teacher that was very passionate mm-hmm. about teaching science and biology and stuff yeah. that kind of led me on to, I guess, wanting to do science. But I didn't actually really know what in science I wanted to do. Like people in my high school, um, they were like already doing biomed and you're into med school. Yeah. And um, I <laughs> I had no clue. I yeah. legitimately just kind of was like, ah, I'll just apply for this. I got scholarships to um, go to Otago, got into Knox and all that. Like, you know, all the lovely stuff that kind of helped then. I kind of decided upon Auckland because it was close to family and yeah. um, settled on biomed, but didn't really know why. It was just kind of like, well, I it's, saw that. It sounded like the natural pick. Yeah, well, it's kind of like yeah. I want to look at immunology. Biomedical seemed like the best way to do it. And yeah, so I just kind of trudged along through right. um, university and kind of that's kind of, guess where I started in terms of right. science. Yeah. So, yeah, so you didn't really have kind of a large influence up until that teacher no school no well i mean i saw my sister um she is she's seven years older than me so i saw that she was really into science i know that she was doing research and she was doing very well and all of that so i i just thought well that that is that is quite a bit of influence yeah well i mean she does she does chemistry i was like i'm not yeah i'm not going to chemistry because that's her thing you saw those hexagons and you're like not that ain't for me yeah no no benzene rings yeah those those beehives and those just didn't didn't (laughs) want to be honeycomb looking things yeah yeah no we just kind of yeah i just kind of stuck with biology and the whole immune system really intrigued me and like, of course, I didn't know much about the immune mm-hmm. system, but it seemed like biomed was kind of the way to kind of specialize in immunology, microbiology. Yeah. And yeah, so that's kind of yeah. the influence at the start of where I, I guess, my science yeah. journey. So so leading into that, was kind of picking your classes in undergrad difficult or did you kind of already know, I at least want to do all these immunology related yes. papers in biosci and medsci? And- it's, well, I mean, first year in biomed, you don't choose besides your yeah. gen ed. Um, and I experienced the whole, um, are you going to med school? And mm-hmm. I, I too kind of questioned whether or not I was going to get into med school, yeah. but, um, unfortunately my mindset of studying kind of didn't change from high school and university. So I didn't do well. I failed some papers in first year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that I guess medical school was never going to be an option. And I yeah. was happy with that because I had my mindset on doing research, yeah. doing research and immunology um and just finding out ways to do it but i guess yeah well immunology at university of auckland um there's only like one specialist paper in stage two and then you have one specialist paper in stage three so it was very easy to kind of pick and choose things and then i kind of added other papers that may have not been immunology related just to see what what it was so i did like a plants paper or like i did biomedical science for interest yeah Yeah. so just just, to see if if it might change your mind yeah yeah and um I met a lot of really great people, lecturers as well. And, yeah. um, but for me, I was very stuck on the fact that I wanted to do immunology. I need to do immunology. And like, I think for me, my science journey was like, I want to be able to help people because 
the immune system is immense. We don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. we st we're still learning about it. Like mm -hmm. they say, the brain's one of the most complex organs in your body, but the immune system is it's awesome. an, an entirely different beast. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you've got so many connections. Allergies exist. Sometimes you lose allergies. Sometimes you gain them. Yeah. Like it's completely, it's absolutely wild. Yeah, so I was like, I want to continue doing this because that's what I set out to do. And unfortunately, um, yeah, it was <laughs> difficult. And yeah absolutely hated it once i got into postgrad yeah yeah so was that postgrad in your fourth year or the master's year with it was the research? more to do with the master's so yeah. like you said that fourth year was very enjoyable we yeah yeah, I, oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah everyone <laughs> everyone was really chill everyone because in that undergrad it's very broad it's yeah. very it's very difficult to kind of gauge what you want because they want to tell you everything that is out there in terms of yeah. science biological science medical science once you kind of hit third year and fourth year things kind of narrow down and you kind of understand what specializations you want to do and it kind of helps it but yeah it was just more about i guess mentally i don't think i was prepared to do a master's so mm -hmm. i did a paper to kind of guide me did my um my uh the first part of my thesis that was all done beforehand and then oh yeah yeah, yeah paper that prepares your research proposal yeah you do your abstract and you do your lit review and all that so it was all yeah. kind of all written to go and i was i was happy with my um project so i looked at vaccine development for my project i yeah. um my lab group that i was when um, worked on staph staphylococcus aureus so mm -hmm. if you've heard of mrsa or like it's just a bacteria that has a lot of antibiotic resistance so I actually approached him and being like, I want to do a vaccination program and development to see if a protein that um, this bacteria makes that a lot of them do, would it be a good candidate for um, research or like just for a vaccination? And they said, yes, was happy, started doing it. And then lo and behold, absolutely hated it. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. I guess, undergrad doesn't really prepare you for research. Yeah. Like we've, I mean, it's a common thing that I'm sure we'll talk about in this. It's just that um, you're not really prepared if you don't do a summer studentship or anything like that to kind of prepare you to get into labs it's it's very difficult to kind of understand um i guess mentally how exhausting it is sometimes so like um i spent maybe three months doing one experiment for yeah. my whole it was just one whole experiment and because again and again yeah, yeah and i had to get it right because that hinged on all of my rest of my experience i was yeah. doing protein purification my protein kept degrading for three months right. and I don't know why. And I mean, mentally that kind of takes, you, takes a toll because it's yeah. kind of like, why it's, is this it's not three working? three months of yeah. continuous work just, that, as, just for it to fail. Yeah. And then that's a quarter of your master's gone where yeah. you've essentially just done nothing. Yeah. And yeah, like it's like, I appreciate what I've learned. Like I'd learned a lot. I eventually hung out with mice more than I hung out with humans yeah. during my master's. And yeah, it was just... I guess in a way it was difficult. There were days where, I mean, w w there were days where I just didn't want to go to university. It was just right. that difficult. And um, I think one thing that I learned was that choosing your lab group is very important. So unfortunately I had two co-supervisors mm -hmm. and the lab techs, but I was the only student in that yeah. whole lab group. So I eventually, essentially if I had any issues, I had to go to one of them and yeah. it's a lot easier to have people in the same, um, I guess, situation issue so luckily i had a couple of people in that lab that also were by themselves and we kind of bonded over the fact that we had no students together and we kind of yeah it, it kind of helped that mm -hmm. community and within the lab is very important because yeah. 
they are your first point of contact if you have any yeah. issues and if you have honors or phd students who kind of do some of the methods you can go to them and kind of help but yeah i knew like once i finished my master's that you were out yeah like, research research wasn't for me and like yeah. i have the philosophy is that i need to give everything a go yes just so i know if yeah. it's right for me because and you do you never know if you're gonna like something of course, or not yeah and i saw it, really. my sister do her phd and she seemed to she did really well she yeah. really enjoyed it and so then, you thought yeah you know? give it a go and then um once i did i was like this isn't for me i need yeah. to yeah I think for me, science and research is very important to me, but I'm going to let someone else do it. Yeah. I want them to do it, and I want to be the person that's kind of in between research and industry where yeah. I can talk about research to yeah. someone else to help others. Yeah, kind of ferrying that information yeah, to, of course. and making it digestible for somebody yeah. who's not in academia of course. to understand what the uh, yeah. the people in academia trying to turn it from something that's just raw scientific yeah. information to something yeah. digestible and advertisable yeah. and it has potential yeah. to help others in the future yeah. as well and it sure. might be customers might be practitioners yeah um yeah so i kind of knew very early on that's kind of where i wanted to go but i think i was a bit lost about mm -hmm. how to do that so i ended up working at for a year and a half as a technician right. so i was just manufacturing drugs and that kind of also led me to why I wanted to be kind of in that space of in between research and industry because um gave me the experience yeah um, but I was working 47 to 50 hours a week yeah. I was in those clean rooms so like just imagine wearing a has mask with like glasses yeah. and um mask and I was yeah. just making cancer drugs and nutritional yeah. drugs for Pe people. people are complaining about wearing a mask and covid yeah times imagine yeah. trying to do that for a living but worse yeah so and like if you prick yourself with the cancer drug then you have to like go to hospital and stuff there's a whole lot of stuff yeah. but for me i knew that well it, there was there's a funny story um i guess not so funny but um <laughs> we i actually didn't miss i missed out on a promotion a year into my um working and i i was annoyed like yeah. don't get me wrong but one of the guys that was working there he was like he, he came up to me he was like is, do you see yourself here in two years time and I was like no then he was like don't worry about it just carry on working and something else will come to you and that kind of stuck with me it's kind of like I was so stuck on the fact that I didn't get this promotion that I kind of lost track of where I wanted to go because yeah. for him he knew where he wanted to be yeah. for me I was so short-minded about I didn't get this role I didn't think about what's going to happen in the future yeah. and that kind of helped me realize that well this is for me, it's just a stepping stone. I'm using this for experience mm -hmm. and, and you're content with that. Yeah, yeah. And I was content with it. And then I used that along with teaching at university to essentially get, I think to get the role that I am in now. So it's yeah. kind of like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that kind of happened, yeah. but it is, yeah, it, he helped a lot to kind of bring that mindset of think long-term. This is not forever for you yeah. and keep working hard and something good will come out of it. So if you were to compare the lessons you've learned and the experience you've gained from university yeah. in your master's, your post-grad years yeah. versus that one and a half yeah. years of working at master, yeah. which one would you weigh heavily more that was much more relevant or much more useful to getting you into the position you're in now? I think, I, I guess there are two ways you can look at it. So like, like it's all about that. Um, so f things that I learned that was like, I wanted that work-life balance like yeah. that that needed to change for me and mm -hmm. I feel like in terms of my principles and my purpose and my values I felt like that to kind of help with that but 
in terms of university and postgrad and stuff that gave me the skills to kind of be where I am at the moment. So yeah. I can't say which one was better. I think both of them were necessary to mm-hmm. be where I am at the moment. And fortunately, as, as again, at the University of Auckland, I got to teach, right. um, graduate teaching assistant, getting all of those stuff yeah. done. I think all of those things kind of gave me an all-roundedness, not to the point that I'm a very all-rounded person. I am still very... Science. Specialized. Yeah, yeah, I'm still very yeah. science oriented, and I've talked to my CEO about this before. He was like, "You're very, you're very specialized, and you have to start branching out and stuff." And mm-hmm. but all of that, I think, was beneficial to getting my job at the moment. I can't yeah. say which one was better, yeah. but they all essentially played a part to how I got my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because the reason I asked it yeah. is, it's quite likely that there's someone out there who's listening or somebody else who yeah. might be choosing between one or the other did they yep. just keep studying or yep. did they skip uni and try to just yep. go straight into the workforce and yep. i guess what we can get out from what you just said is that it's good to give both a go yep. combine them because getting experience and studying will grant you different types of skills yes. and different also build you a lot more different connections yep. than just doing one thing yeah i mean it's it's also nice to get away from university for a little bit you've spent yeah. five years there and you kind of need a break to kind of see what's yep. in the adult world like i went back to do a um, medical imaging degree mm-hmm. after my year and a half at to realize that wasn't right for me. Yeah. And then I went back into industry, lucked out on getting this role. And I'm actually currently back at university doing a master's in business management because while I, still, while still working. Yes. Yeah. So I'm yeah. working part, I'm studying part time while working full time at mm-hmm. my current role because like I said, it, I'm still very specialized and yeah. if you want to be able to kind of move up in the industry, especially for biotech, it's kind of like you need to have those business acumen minds mm-hmm. and stuff. And I think doing all of this, while it is stressful, you are working harder than you probably should, it's it's all be- very beneficial. I see having the experience from my work doing this business management and learning, I guess, things that I didn't learn in my science degree, they're all very useful to kind of round me out. Because right. it's, it's all about standing out. Like mm-hmm. you want to be able to be like, I've got experience in biotech industry. I've got industry experience in pharmaceutical industry, but I can't be a manager because I am lacking these skills. And that's yeah. kind of how I see it. I'm like, I need to just, branch out. Yeah, I need, I need, yeah. I need the knowledge to kind of be able to be like, look, I know how to do this and you have to trust me because mm-hmm. I've actually done, um, no, I have knowledge behind it, but I'm just lacking the experience to yeah. kind of back up my knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so based on that, do you think, would you suggest that doing further study alongside working is something that you would suggest to someone else or is it something very, you have to be very certain that that's yeah. what you want to do? You, you have to be certain and you need to, I guess, in a sense, know what degree you want to do. You can't, because it is, it, I'm not going to lie, it's very difficult because I work eight hours and then mm-hmm. I have night classes and assignments. It's, you have to do your due diligence on what degree right. you want to do. Like I looked into doing bioscience enterprise, but I think I've already got enough experience in industry to yeah. not have to do that. So I kind of thought a more generalized business degree business, yeah. Yeah, would be more helpful, but it's not for everyone. I'm not telling yeah. you that 
leave university, go into industry, and then come back again. Yeah. It's, and, then, and then study while working. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. it's going to be a person-to-person, like, mm-hmm. it, it'll be different for everyone. Like, you, you kind of have to see in what situation you're in at the moment and whether or not it is beneficial for your career. If you're already in industry and you're doing very well and you can see ways you can kind of get promoted and your career progress, and that's great. But if you right. think you are lacking the skills and you're not getting them at certain places or your company, then there's nothing wrong going back doing a couple of papers here and there, maybe just doing a postgraduate diploma in business administration or business management or yeah, just anything that I guess it just has to help you in a sense that it can help you lead to somewhere. Right. Okay. So if you were to step into a time traveling refrigerator yeah, (laughs) and to go back and let's say it sends you back to after, right after high school, you're applying for, university trying to figure out what you want to do yeah. what, what, what kind of advice would you give them um i think for me it's um it's good to have long-term goals but your goals will change like yeah. it's it's never set like you have in your mind that i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and that's how things work but unfortunately life doesn't happen like that yeah. life is very very volatile yeah it's yeah. very volatile it's very difficult i think for me, I would be telling them people to kind of give everything a go, um, network, because that's the most important part. And mm-hmm. don't be so stuck on grades. I think that was one thing that I was very harsh on myself. Of. I was like, I saw people who were doing very well, and I'll say, why am I doing this? Put myself through a lot of sleepless nights trying to study and stress. It's just, I think, having that mindset of grades are great, but you're there to learn. You're mm-hmm. learning all these skills to kind of build for your future you need to network, you need to network the hell at university. That's the easiest place to do it. I mean, of course, online is great, but you're meeting people at university, people who could be in your role, other people who might not be in different industries that could be beneficial to you. It's all about, yeah, it's just be open and kind of just join clubs, um, learn, learn your soft skills. And I guess, yeah, you, you, you learn and you find out what your passion is at university and you learn about the things that things that you don't want to change, like the values that you need to keep. Like yeah. for me, I know that science is for me and I want to help others. And I guess that's one of the reasons why we started this podcast because yeah. we want to help people. And yeah, so just be open and mm-hmm. be, I guess, be adaptable to your situation. Yeah. Because Which is, that's playing to the whole science graduate strength. It's, yeah. The idea of being a science student is you're developing analytical skills, your problem-solving skills, being a process-oriented, and being very flexible. Because yeah. as you might know, a Bachelor of Science, yeah. the majors can be very different. You yes. could be a geography major, and that's still a BSc. Yeah. Or you could be, uh, I don't know, biology, chemistry, math, yeah. computer science. They're all still BSCs. They're all yeah. still science, yeah. but it's all very different uh, topics. Yeah. But you all still have several things in common, which like I mentioned before, your analytical skills, yeah. the way you're approaching problems, the way you're, yeah. your ability to be flexible and to adjust to things. Yeah. These are the kind of skills that you learn really from these degrees, not so much your GPA. Yeah. And something that your GPA also doesn't measure would be how many connections you've made. It's, yes. again, for about the third time now, it's about the friends you make along the way. Yeah, of course. Because ultimately, and like what Kaiman said, network the hell out of it in university because yep. everybody else in university also wants to network. Yep. Everybody is equally as nervous as you are. Yep. 
they're just waiting for someone to start a conversation. Yeah, and and like, we'll keep keep going along. Yeah, and you'll you'll have you'll you'll go through the journey together, and your journeys will be different. And don't ever compare your journey to someone else's journey because they will do it differently. Yep. But it's always good to have people in the same situation, um, maybe in different situations, but kind of go in the journey with you. Like I've been told that. I'm very successful in what I'm doing already. I'm like, no, I'm not. My journey has yeah. just started. But that's, that's relative. Some people might see, <coughs> some people might see that as a success. Yep. Some people might see that as a good stepping stone, which is what Kaiman here thinks. Mm-hmm. And frankly, it's it's also a good thing to kind of have goals for yourself, short term and long term, and to kind of adjust them, look at them, reflect on them. Are these still right? Are yep. these still true? Am I on track? Not yep. necessarily on pace, but are you on track to going and yep. meeting your goals? Uh, making sure to also know that you don't have to have a set defined idea on what you want to do for your career. Very rarely are you going to ever start your very first year of university knowing that exactly what job title you're going to be first, first thing out of uni. A lot of the time you won't even know what you're going to be doing after finishing uni. I mean, after five years, I didn't know what I was going to do. A lot of people didn't know what they're going to do. Um, And that's, Again, that's the whole point of this podcast is we're going to bring in a whole bunch of different people from different backgrounds and different pros and cons to their routes from their careers, whether they're in academia or not. And yep. they're going to enlighten us with different things and why they like research, why they didn't like it, why they've gone to academia yep. or industry, sorry. And basically give you the relatability to see that, oh, look, there is somebody else out there who's... Yep got the same mindset as I do. Yeah. It's got the same, almost the same kind of issues and problems that they've had to deal with yeah. when it comes to their career. Yeah, and then I think the one, final thing I like to say is just just never stop learning. That's very important. Like you, it, you get to a part in your career where you think I've made it, but yeah. there's always, it's, there's always something you can learn about how to do things better. And yeah, I think it's always important to give back. We are, like we are a community. We are a science community. And like Lorenzo said, we might be all in different areas, geography, geology, science, math, speech therapy. We're all still doing science. And um, for me, helping others and giving back is very important because um, I've just reached out to random people on LinkedIn, on Facebook, um, just people that a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. And just them talk, just talking to them and just seeing how they do things. It's, I guess it's very enlightening to see where they go through it. Everyone does it differently, but we're just here to kind of take what you need and just kind of, sometimes it's just that motivation to kind of be like, you're doing very well. You're on the right track. Don't worry about it. Um, maybe this degree will be right for you. This degree might not be right for you. Yeah. How about learning, do this course that might be yeah. useful for you as well. So it's, yeah, there's, there's a lot to learn, but I mean, telling myself, like when, what 10 years ago now yeah. it's yeah like everything's going to be okay like yeah. it's your journey is not a straight line there's going to be hills and detours branches and yeah. yeah it's 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 all very important and just to learn from it and i guess another thing is to kind of be okay with rejection that's one thing that, that it doesn't get any easier but it just know that every rejection that you have there's a reason and not to be too down on it learn from it and then kind of get back on get back onto the horse because it's all about not i mean you can fall a couple of times but you you have to keep getting up because 
this is, I guess, once you know where you want to be and your passion, it's, you'll, you'll have the motivation and you'll be, get some setbacks, but you'll get there eventually. But yeah, I've got, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult in New Zealand and it's, it, that's just it. Like even overseas, it's difficult because you know yep. you're competing with other people as well. But yeah, you just have to be yourself, be true to yourself and find out your non-negotiables, things that when you look for a job, you want to keep. Those are the things that will keep you motivated, happy to get to work. And yeah, I mean, like I said, we're here to help. I'm happy to help. I, mm -hmm. if happy for you guys to come onto my LinkedIn, message me from this podcast and be like, I'm first year doing this, happy to help tutor as well. Like, I just want to, yeah, we just want to give back because it's like we say, we are a community and we just want to do as much as we can um, and help as many people as we can. All right. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you. Thank you.